Hi, I'm Keegan, and this is A Bunch of Gamers. This is our 34th episode of Werewolf the Apocalypse, 20th Anniversary Edition. I'm going to go around and have my players introduce themselves. Hi, my name is Sam. I play Cora. She is an Arun in the Gedefenris. Hi, I'm Riley, and I play Sirsa Flynn. She is a Ragabash in the uh, Fiata. I'm Tyler, and I play Kyle. He's 18, a Philodox, and has found his purpose with the Garu. He's known as Guards the Low, Child of Gaia. Last time, you had done started doing some investigation into Magadon, helping Saoirse get a job to become an undercover agent for Magadon. And then, after her first day, something happened. The kinfolk Hugo, the one who had aided you with his laptop, reeked of the worm. Kyle, confirming it with his fetish, saw that the elder of the Karen frenzied and ripped out his throat, killing Hugo. It is at this point that Hugo's sister, Iron Winter, came upon the scene and nearly fr- and frenzied upon her elder. The she demanded that it be proven to her that her kin was of the worm. Kyle went and purified his fetish in the Karen, and Iron Winter brought in her own Thurge. The Thurge claimed that there was no worm taint upon the kin, and Kyle confirmed when his fetish this time didn't change. The pack has agreed to look into the matter and start investigating, though Saoirse will have to continue appearances and go to work for Magadon to continue gathering information. You are all at the Sept. It is still in the evening after uh, after a few days with Saoirse working there. So how is work going? Work is going fine. You've had your introductions. You're starting to do the little things. Now am I like an intern? Am I doing fetch quests? Or am I like data entry? You are um, learning basic code design. You're actually an entry-level programmer. That's right. I'm a programmer. So I program away and ask questions and listen very, very carefully. Well, it's still the evening, as I said, after your, your first day, soon after the killing of Hugo. Okay. Um, is the elder still with us, or is yeah. Hugo's sister? Yeah, both of them are still there. Okay. Has his body been disposed of? No, this is still like pretty close to immediately after the incident. Okay. Um, then first thing to do is to talk to the elder, most likely. Okay. Um, so we'll we should approach him. All right. So you approach Leeds of Steel as tempers are still cooling. Leads as steel. Could you please tell us uh, how you found Hugo? How you discovered all of the worm taint upon him? Uh, yes, he was coming through, and <clears throat> we have a third as a guardian. He works with the warder. They tend to periodically sniff for worm presence near us, especially since we're in the city. And he caught a strong whiff. He continued to smell, and then he came across Hugo. Brought him to me, and then I attempted to sense worm. Smelt it on him. And then I let the rage take me. 
when you say he was moving through, what do you mean? Uh, he was going to his uh, uh, his office space here in the Cairn. Was he already within the Cairn when he... Yes. Okay. Then I suppose I will... We will talk to the Thurge. All right. Thank you. Of course. Um, so I'm going to turn to everyone else. Okay. Um, so I think we should figure out where he was coming from within the cairn and if anyone had seen him or who he might have been with in the previous hours, I suppose. Because it seems like it didn't last long or it only lasted until death. Mm. How much time was it between when I first sensed the worm on him and when I tried again? About ten minutes. Okay. Do you think there's a way for someone to just make it seem like someone has worm taint on them? There must be. I mean, three separate people sensed it on him. I mean, like, from a distance. Because if... There isn't from a distance, and that means that someone here in this Karen had to have come in contact with him to put it on him. So why would they do that? Well, I can't speak for at a distance, so I think we should assume at the very least that it was possible from within the Karen, especially since that's the most dangerous situation anyway. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> well, I mean, if the Karen's been compromised by someone... That that didn't mean to sound sarcastic. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, I, I said okay first, and then it, it came out because it came out all demon-like because my throat was goopy. <laughs> Sorry. You're good. <laughs> the All right. <clears throat> what was that? The uh, third who sensed it on him is a young stargazer by the name of Restless Dawn. Uh, do we know their rank? You do not. Okay. Um, then we will go searching for Restless Dawn. Okay. Restless Dawn is taking a breather in one of the uh, office rooms. You see them kind of panicking, afraid that they may have sent someone to their death who didn't need to die. Mm. Um... Well, before, I, I guess maybe if we wanted, we could split up and someone could also go speak to the warder, right? Because the uh, warder was also there, yes? No, the warder was not. Oh, that's my mistake then. I thought the warder <clears throat> no, no, and the no, thorns uh, looked together. Yeah, the th- a guardian does work for the warder, but they went to the elder because the warder was out. Oh, okay. I see. That makes sense. I misunderstood then. <laughs> we'll just stay here and talk to this guy uh, or girl, Restless Dawn. Um, Yeah, so we'll go in and kind of check in like, hey. (laughs) As you see them, they're sitting there. They have a kind of suit on as well as uh, lightly cut hair with lipstick and uh with lipstick and eyeshadow um and have we have we met restless dawn before at all you've only seen them in glancing okay 
a speaky person. <laughs> oh, all right, I'll I'll, I'll do it. Wrestlestone. <laughs> uh, huh? Oh, you're the uh, um, the outsiders, right? Yes, I'm Kyle. Guards the low, and I'll shake their hand. Nice to meet you, Wrestlestone. A pleasure. This is uh, Cora. Two hearts. Two hearts. Mm. And and Sirsha. Sirsha's with us, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you were uncharacteristically quiet, unlike the cat. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to ask you a few questions, if you had a moment. Uh, sure. Sure. Uh, how long was it between when you sensed the worm initially and when you... Um, uh, brought Hugo to the Elder. Um, I got an initial whiff about 20 minutes before I narrowed it down on him. I sensed it was in the same building. Uh, lucky sniff, I guess. And so I went down to the lower levels and the scent had moved on. I started moving through the uh, building, through the elevator. Kind of got a trail. Uh, partially changed my nose as they tapped to their face. And then I came upon Hugo, and then I got a big whiff of him, and I smelt the worm taint on him, all over him. I made sure, because I've known, known him for years, just so I had to make sure, you know? Of course. of course. Did you sense or smell any other worm taint during that time? A little bit. Most of it was outside when I went down to the lower levels, though. That's not uncommon. No, it's it's the city. What was Hugo uh, doing when you got to him? He was getting on a he was getting on uh, one of the sept laptops. He liked to jump from laptop to laptop a lot. Uh, claimed it was about uh, privacy stuff and data collection. Do you know of any gifts that can hide worm taint? Hide worm taint? I have heard of it, yes. Um, I've heard that spirals have it so that it's much more difficult to smell the worm taint on them. I don't necessarily believe it, but I've heard that there are some elder spiral ragaboshes who can eliminate the worm taint from them entirely for an hour or two. Um, gifts that would allow someone to put worm taint onto another person? Just legends, but I've never actually seen seen the legends of that before, so... And usually it's not that strong. That was severe worm taint. Mm. So it was. I saw, my, I saw it myself. <laughs> so... <sighs> but maybe I was wrong. Like, what if there was something on his person that, you know, or there was a spirit on him and I didn't check the umbra in time. But... Well, if it was, was a spirit that was on him, it must have left before you checked the umbra and come back to him right after. And the spirits... The spirits would have said something. They would have had to. This place is guarded by so many spirits. I just... So, so confusing. Even if you hadn't checked, would the spirits have known? 
Yeah, because if a spirit rides someone, they're still there in the Umbra. What if this spirit were inert? Then it would have given off less worm taint because that worm taint is contained within it. It would have had to have been the inert spirit of something um, in Karna level to give off that much worm taint in inert status. So, unless Hugo was walking around with an inert totem spirit, and I mean tribal totem spirit, not pack totem spirit, along for the ride. Hmm. Well, that would be something. <laughs> yes, it when, would. When you first sensed the worm taint, do you have a rough idea of where Hugo was? Um, yeah, I would say that he was probably right outside the building, getting into the doors. Okay, so he was coming from outside the sept then. Yeah. Hmm. Wonder where he was before. It would certainly help us narrow it down. We could go ask his cousin, sister. Sister. We could go talk to his sister, good. see what his habits were like. All right. That's a good idea. Then let's let's do so. So you head over to uh, Angela Ironwinter as she's kind of getting control. You see her pack there, and she looks at you, Philodox. Um, Ironwinter, are you free and capable of a- answering a few questions that we might have? That we have. Yeah, I can answer your questions. Why did Carl send you? Which one's Carl? Carl is the human name of uh, Leeds, Leeds of Steel. Or Carson, I'm sorry. Did Carson send you? No. Well, I mean, I suppose so, yes. Like, he's the one who asked us to look into it. Okay. Maybe he's... You looking to clear his name? Looking to find the truth. (laughs) Okay. Well, what's up? Do you know where Hugo was before he came to the sept today i mean today hard to say but he's usually either working from home or he's down at the coffee place two blocks down coffee place yeah as good as any to check out does he normally bring coffee from there yeah did he have any coffee on him when we saw him earlier um you did he did not okay I suppose he could have dropped it when the third grabbed him, though, so. Well, well, we might just have to ask about that again, but. Uh, are there people that he normally spends time with? Uh, yeah, he's got a couple of friends. He usually talks to them online. Um, they're kind of his internet friends. Anyone in person? Yeah, he's got a, he's got a couple of friends. He's got a roommate who's... Uh, Who's out of town right now, actually. Um, I'm going to have to come up with a good excuse as to why he's not going to be there anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, he's got uh, got a couple friends out. I'll bring them up on my phone. I keep tracks. I keep tabs on them. Anyone newer, I suppose? 
you don't know Hugo. He doesn't trust people. Unless well, I had a feeling. Yeah, unless they're Garu certified. Well, and that's the other question, I suppose. Are any of the other people he know in the know? Uh, he knows a couple of kinfolk around town who are who are in the know, yeah. Okay, but not clearly not the roommate and not any of his other in-person friends? No, he's got uh, Jamie Trainer, Tiffany Gardner, and Sanjeev Rasmussen. And these are all his human friends then? Yeah, those are the human friends that he uses kind of as a network for his uh, investigation into uh, data collection. Any other questions, guys? Do you guys need access to his place? If you're being called upon to be based to investigate? Well, we're going to need some keys or something. Yeah, I have an extra key. That would be helpful, thank you. Yeah. Um, here you go. Uh, do you guys talk to spirits at all? Only the ones that know English or Garu. Okay. Uh, then you'll want to talk to Scutter Spike. It's the spirit of his laptop at home. I enlightened it so that I could uh, check check in on him every now and then. Alright. Is there anything we can do or should know to identify ourselves to the scutter spike? Uh, just tell him that you've been okayed by Iron Winter uh, and then give the code um Give this code 3874AH exclamation. Okay. Thank you. What was that first bit about Iron Winter? I couldn't quite hear. Uh, that Iron, Iron Winter sent to. Uh, okay, do okay. Thank you very much. Yeah. And no matter how this goes, I am sorry for your loss. Thanks. Damn it. As you see her kind of holding back tears and shaking slightly as her thurge comes over and places a comforting arm around her. Well, then we're off. Does anyone remember um, who got to the body first? Us. Like, we, we were there when he was killed. Oh no, I understand that, but we were not standing over him as he was killed, or right after he died. When, I mean, um, I was like a foot away from him because, like, I was using the the okay, fetish. Who checked? Who checked? His, <laughs> no, no, no. Before that, because you like he didn't drop and you like put the fetish on him, right? No, he was alive. I'm saying, like, oh, right. he was alive, and I used the fetish, and it turned green when I was like a foot from him, and then he had his throat ripped out. Okay. Yep. And then I went to purify it, and I don't. I assume you guys stayed there. Is that how that went, Keegan? Uh, that's up to them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It. Who like checked 
his body to make sure he was dead. Was that you, Tyler, or was, someone else? It was obvious. Well, I mean, yeah. his, well, it was mind. me. It no. was me because I went to heal him. Right. That I, I don't know if I said that, but that was my intention at least was to try and use Mother's Touch because I thought even if he was worm tainted, he'd be useful. Right. Um. So while Tyler was the fetish, did anyone else look at the body? Did anyone else get close to the body? Uh, no, no one asked to investigate the body, so... Okay, well, I just... I, what I was getting at was while um, while Kyle was away purifying the fetish, what if someone came and took something that was severely worm-tainted off of Hugo? Well, that'd be um, hard to do since, like, half the sept was there. Like, what the fuck happened? Okay. Yeah. I mean, we might still want to check his body, I suppose, just to make sure that whatever gift this is doesn't leave, like, a mark on your body. I suppose that's possible. But I feel like he he would have been more likely to notice himself if it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it, it won't hurt to spend ten minutes checking. Okay. So, what do you guys want to do? His body's still there. Let's check out the body. As you head back, you do see a couple of the... Garu talking as they are getting a body bag ready and thinking of ways on how to get rid of the body. As they look and they take a step back, as you've been charged by the Elder to investigate, they're giving you space so that you may uh, investigate the body. As, oh, go ahead. As we pass by them, I'm going to say uh, pigs. Pigs are pretty good at eating bodies. We'll try and find a pig farm. We also, you know, can bury the body and call on earthworm spirits to eat the body faster. Decompose them. True. But if you're looking for something fast, pigs are good. Alright. Uh, so let's begin looking over the body for anything outside of the gaping neck wound. Okay. Uh, that would be... A perception medicine check, please. Oh god, where even is medicine? Being um, part of Bear's pack, uh, you yes. gain three dots of medicine to use whenever you want. Oh, well, this is probably the time. <laughs> this is probably the time. We've had it for two years. <laughs> this will be the first time we use it. Okay. Hell yes. <laughs> what's, your, what's your perception medicine, Sam? Four. Pardon? Okay, that's the same as mine. So do you want to take it? Sure. Why not? Okay, it's diff 7. And D10, D7. Alright. Um, nice. So as you're looking over the body, you do notice uh, bruises on his shoulders, which would make sense, given that's where he was lifted up from via the crinos form. Mm-hmm. There is likely broken bones in there, too. So even if his throat wasn't ripped out, his uh, collarbone was shattered. Mm. Looking over, the bite was done cleanly with one bite. This is indicative of Garu Frenzy. And so looking over that, you continue moving along, checking his body. You find a slight cut along his... 
left leg that is already that's already been healing, and there is a massive bruise, likely from before this event, that is on his right knee. Um, a bruise on his right what? Knee. Okay. And and you said it looks fresh. It looks like it happened before this incident. Okay. Um, you know how like bruises they fade into like a greenish yes uh can you tell like how many how long it had been uh the bruise is probably three or four days old okay um and where on his knee like like under the patella where it looks like he like fell on it or like yep right on top or okay he fell and you said that the there's a small cut on his leg that is healing yeah like it's almost fully healed like it's like he's it Looks like he scraped up against something. Okay. Um, kinfolk don't heal faster, do they? No, they heal like regular people. Okay, so that means it was probably the previous week when that happened. Okay. And I don't find anything else? Nope. All right. Um, does it look like any of his personal belongings may have been taken? Like a pocket you like, turned out? or You wouldn't get that from a medical roll. Okay, fair enough. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm looking for, I guess. That's fair. Can I check his body and pockets for things and stuff? You can do a perception investigation roll. Alright, I've got six in that. Diff seven? Well, one. Okay. <laughs> Going over. You notice some cuts in his clothing, once again, kind of for obvious reasons. It doesn't look like anything has been taken off of his person. Anything unusual in the pockets? Does he have his wallet? Can I take his wallet? Yeah, you can take his wallet. I take his wallet, is there any cash in it? Yes. How much in cash and does he have any like credit cards or? Yeah, he has credit cards. He has about, he has one credit card and he has about $365 in cash on him. I count out the cash, and I look over at Iron Winter, mm-hmm. and I say, uh, is it possible that you could get his banking statements? Yeah, I can, get, I can probably get a hold of those. Might give us an idea of where he's been. If he's, well, been anywhere. He seems to carry a lot of cash with him. He doesn't like to use his credit cards. Says that's how they track you. Right. That will make it harder to track him. So hopefully he did recently. Yeah. So he goes to banks frequently. So it'll be a little difficult, but we'll figure it out. All right. Uh, any receipts? Not on him, no. Okay. Uh... Phone? Yeah, he has a phone. Is it unlocked? It is not. Does it have a fingerprint scanner? It does. Fingerprint scan. You do the fingerprint scan. You notice that it has three different security token programs on it and the phone app and that's it. Well, who's he called or texted (laughs) recently? He is. Last person he called is Iron Winter's phone. Uh, last person he texted was Tiffany about a documentary he was watching 
regarding cryptocurrency. Uh, when was that? That was two days ago. Okay. So nothing to do with where he just was. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot. And the last time he was in the Sept was either earlier this day or the day before, right? It was the day before. Mm-hmm. Okay, because we saw him then. Mm-hmm. So they've got to trace back one day and see how he managed to become infected. Uh, the third is named Restless Juan? No. Restless Dawn? Restless Dawn. Um, before we go, I just want to ask them one more time, uh, one more question, just about whether or not he had coffee. Uh, on him, yeah. Uh, he was about halfway done with it. Okay, uh, from the place he normally goes? Yeah, the little, the little local chain down the street. Alright. Oh, um, and are there security cameras for the Sept? Of course. Okay, wonderful. Um, maybe anything from before he came in? Uh, yeah, we can spin that up and get you a, uh, a copy. Thank you. Okay. So, uh, I guess we head over to the coffee shop. Alrighty, you head over to the coffee shop. It's a nice little, little local place. They got, like, the chalkboards with everything written on it. Very schwanky. Um, Sirsha will approach the counter. Okay. Hey, how's um, it going? It's going well. How are you? Good, good, good. What can I get you? Uh, actually, I had a couple of questions about a friend of mine. Uh, okay. Um, and she's uh, giving you, like, an inquisical look of why? Well, you see, he was in here earlier, and, well, I can't seem to find him. Okay, and that is my problem. Not your problem, but just wondering if there was anything off about him, or if he was talking to anyone strange. Ma'am, we get a lot of customers in here. He's a regular. Okay, uh, that narrows it down only a little bit. I'm gonna give her a physical description. Oh, him. I've seen him a couple times. He just got his coffee and went. Alright. Uh, so I am going to activate two tongues. Okay. And that spends a point of willpower. Last for one scene. Blah, blah, blah. So... I'm going to thank her so very much for all of her help and then start ordering some coffee for myself Mm -hmm. uh, for her time. And then uh, to Kyle and uh, Cora, I'm going to say, you should see if that little bauble lights up around here. All right, yeah. Fair enough. Also, do you want any coffee? Also, I don't have any money. <laughs> I'll I'll pay for I'll her pay coffee. For okay, thank you. <laughs> I'll get it. And I'll uh I'll pull out my uh fang of the worm. Okay. Uh make your gnosis roll to activate the fetish. Uh one sec. Okay. 
it activates, it only turns like a slight gray. Like the change is kind of noticeable, but it almost looks like you just moved into a shadow. It has, it doesn't really light up, light up. Okay. And that's just likely because like we're in the city. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll, I'll put it back. Um, hey, at least I don't have to reset it. Yeah. <laughs> it barely moved. All right. So I get my coffee. Okay. And I guess we can leave since there's nothing there. So, yeah, head out. What do you guys want to do now? Maybe check his place. Yeah, so he lives relatively close to the Sept. He's within walking distance. He's about five blocks away. Perfect. Do some exercise. As you head up and get to his floor and use the key and enter. The place is relatively clean. Um, He's got quite a bit of tech around, uh, high-end computer, sound system, things like that, uh, as well as an excellent internet connection, as well as a setup for a world-class VPN. There's also shelves upon shelves of books, typically about what, from just a glance, highly technical subject matter. Highly, highly what? what? Technical. Hmm. Shall we pull out the fang? Needs to be purified first. No, it like it'll stay the color that it made it to essentially. So like, it it won't tell us if there's nothing, but it also won't get any worse than it already was, which was a, it barely changed. So we're fine. Okay. Oh, make the roll. The fetish turns a slightly darker hue with a couple. Green highlights, but once again, very, very little unnoticeable. And it's because you are actively looking very hard to see for any changes. Right. Well, and we're also in an apartment and mm-hmm. in the city. So, yeah. And it's probably it'll, nothing to be concerned about. Or, yeah, or there's something somewhere else that might be doing it, but you have to get closer. Uh,. Would that be in the same room, or would it be like a couple rooms away kind of thing? A couple rooms. It could be a couple rooms away. It could be in the same room. Okay, then I guess uh, can I walk around and in this room and see? Yeah, we'll just say you do the rolls. So nothing in the main living space. Okay, Um, I guess we can check his bedroom as well. Okay. As you check his bedroom, it does get slightly greener. All right. Well, damn it. I'll just check every room. (laughs) Okay. As you get to the bathroom, it does have a noticeable greenness to it. Like, nothing too terrible, but there is a... There is definitely something minor of the worm in this room. In his bathroom. What options do we have for trying to find that item? You can just go start rifling through, and then I can give you some okay. descriptions of things. Yeah, that that sounds good. Okay. <laughs> Don't rifle too much because, or like too hastily, because the roommate is gonna be coming back. So oh, this is true. Yes, we'll be very polite to the room. Okay, so rifling through, and by rifling, I mean it takes you know about two so hours so it's about 11 o'clock at night now you 
find several things. You find toothpaste, toothbrush, as well as several pain medications and over-the-counter stuff. Looking at the labels, none of them come. None of them have Magadon on them. There is one that is called Michael's Family Practice, or one brand is Michael's Family's Practice. One is Kramer's uh, Health. One is the store brand for the big supermarket chain Henrik's, and the final one is from a brand called David and David. Are these? Did all of these items? What was that? I guess what what specifically drew us to these items, I guess. Uh, like these the are toothpaste. these are just the things that you found in the uh, the bathroom. So it's a bunch of medication, like like you know, Tylenol, aspirin, ibuprofen, over the counter I mean, sleep bag. Huh? Are well they're all over the counter. Mm -hmm. It could be any ones. Is it just the one bathroom? Yeah, it's the one shared bathroom. One shared bathroom. Uh, if we remove the lid off the back of the toilet, is there like any, I don't know, sandwich bag you filled with black tar heroin or whatever stashed away? You do not see any of that. Okay. Um. And investigating his bedroom, you find that Hugo travels a lot for his uh, purchases, it seems. Uh, yep. Since it would, all these were paid for in cash. Some of these um, receipts are several, excuse me, weeks or months old, but they include places such as Grand Junction, Santa Fe, New Mexico, Casper, Wyoming, and uh, Hayes, Kansas. Jeez. Wonder what part? Yeah, what did he buy in Kansas? In Kansas, he bought the uh, pay, um, he bought the uh, Kramer's Health sleep aids, as well as some non-perishable cans and a driver for his computer. Guy. So paranoid. He bought over-the-counter medication from several states. He's a maniac. Doubt that he went to Kansas just to get medication. I mean, are do all of the? Receipts from other places are they all for medication? They have they contain medication, some uh, basic provisions, and then a computer part. Was Hugo on one of the teams that they had looking into this Magadon thing with the vitamins and vets and things? No, uh, Hugo was doing his own investigations into company tracking. Okay. Uh, Maybe it's time to speak with a uh, Scudder Spike. Okay. Oh yeah, he has a spirit in his computer. Mm -hmm. So we would probably go into the Umbra for that. Correct. 
Uh, you find mirror. a mirror, and it is difficulty seven here. Actually, because of all the technology, it's difficulty eight. Perfect. I'll be right mm-hmm. back. I need to turn on the light. So about 30 seconds later, you pass into the Umbra. As the place seems more neon and technological than it even is in the real world, there is definitely a sense of strong technological presence here in the Umbra. Awesome. Um, Tyler, what is your computer score? That is a hot one. Good, mine too. All right, so it doesn't matter who looks at the computer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Depending on the other role, I guess. Yes, yeah. I mean, I've got the code. Well, there's also using the computer and just asking the spirit about stuff. Right. Okay. Let's go find the computer and talk to the spirit. So, you find the computer. It's much larger than it is in the physical world with massive electrical circuits consuming the wall with uh, bright neon violets and reds and blues shooting through them with what almost with spiders carrying information with the with the lights and shooting back and forth at lightning speed kyle would you like to speak to the spirit sure uh Hello, Scudder Spike? As you see the spider step out from behind the rig, it is uh, crafted of a cool black metal with the indentations of the logo of the computer on it. Its eyes glow with kind of that bright computer-like reflection. And it has pulsing blue lights shooting between the joints of its spidery legs. Who are you? Uh, I am Kyle, guards the low. Iron Winter sent us and gave us a code. What is the code? Uh, three, eight, seven, four, capital A, capital H, exclamation point. Code accepted. As the eyes open and turn kind of into a lighter I guess what you'd call dark mode, kind of ambient light going. What is the request? Fuck. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We need to know the last time you were used. Today. Uh, What time? At 6... 3738. Is that AM or PM? PM. Okay. Oh, PM. Uh, and when did we find Hugo? Uh, that was at about 7. Okay, so I mean, he came, he went pretty much from here to his coffee shop mm-hmm. to home. What was um, the last thing he was looking up? He was looking at his financial file. May we see that financial file? You would have to go into the physical world and use the proper codes. I do not have the proper codes. Those files are stored in spiders other than myself. He never stored passwords on this machine. Hmm. 
I um, can, however, unlock the computer for you to use. That would be lovely. Thank you. It will be on. Computer goes to sleep in five minutes. Um, then ac- could you, when we leave then, could you Acceptable. wake it up? Thank you. Um, are you able to sense the worm in any capacity? Negative. Okay. Uh, were there any spirits who should not have been here attached to Hugo in any way? Negative. Was he doing anything unusual? Negative. Was his roommate doing anything unusual? I do not know. His roommate is not permitted to access this machine. Anything else, guys? I can't think of anything. Okay, well, thank you, Scudder Spike. Affirmative. Um, I guess bring us back to the reel. So it takes five minutes. <laughs> I'm glad I told him to do it once we left. <laughs> <laughs> and so you have left, and you see the... You wait five minutes, and you see the screen just... Come on, you see the password type itself in, and the screen... The computer opens up. The desktop is a wash of various documentation, saved links, and notes. Uh, well, it will be an intelligence uh, intelligence investigation, and that will just determine how fast you're able to read the notes. You will get the same information either way. Who has the five. highest? I got six. Diff six? Diff six. All right, so it only takes you about two hours, so it's about 1 a.m. When you find various articles, links, and the like of the story Hugo was working on that he wanted to submit to the Colorado Independent. It is that it seems that Hugo had noticed that the company Henrix, to compete with uh, e-commerce, had begun data mining at their stores and card readers, as well as offering a discount card to users to link to an email. They had been using this to compound user data to more effectively sell advertisements to those uh, people. And while it was technically uh, legal, they have been able to produce fairly accurate and well-rounded psychological profiles on their customers. He shows several examples in his and is even having things written out about trying to contact some of the glasswalkers to attempt to hack Henrik's to show one of these profiles to see exactly how detailed it is. How close to completion was he? He was fairly close. He just needed that one last profile to bring it all together because currently all the news reports, all they talk about show is certain things like Henrik's being able to predict when people are pregnant. Uh... They're able to predict when breakups happen and have been able to successfully advertise to people who have broken up in relationships and things like that based on the psychological profiles. 
Well, I imagine someone at the Sept will be able to continue his work just fine. Yeah. And it... I mean, although this is important, it doesn't seem like a big enough deal to have him assassinated, essentially. Uh, you do find one last note, actually. It is a question mark at the end of his report. And it is, can, psych- can this profile track kin? Question mark. There we go. That's an important thing. That is an important thing. Um, is this a laptop? No. It's a desktop. If it was a laptop, I was just like, let's take this. <laughs> but Yeah, I mean, do any of us have an email address? Kyle probably doesn't. It's likely that Cora did, right? Probably. I mean, it might be worthwhile to just forward this in an email to ourselves just like this his story in general just in case like something happens to his machine because he doesn't seem like the kind of person to have online backups yeah would that necessarily be safe since he was so paranoid about well everything well safe in what way safe for you to send in that email because what if the emails hacked and that information gets into the wrong hands. Is there a jump drive on the desk? Um, desk. Let's roll perception alertness, and if you succeed, yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, there isn't. Good. I mean, the only thing that it would tell them if if we forwarded this email, like assuming that his email was hacked and someone was watching what he was doing, is that he emailed one other person his story and they have to track that person down. Like, I don't think it would, there's any information here that would put anyone else in any particular danger. We can certainly remove the line about kin before we email it. Um, that's true, but isn't that why we're emailing it? That one line? Mm. Like, that one line is what clued us into, hey, maybe something might happen to all his stuff. But that one line isn't necessarily important for us to have. It's the rest of it. Right. Because the rest of it is all the stories and tracking of the algorithms and things mm-hmm. like that. Right. We just don't want to lose that. If like, if he doesn't have any backups of this, which I'm pretty sure he doesn't, and if if this was the reason he was killed, like they would have reason to destroy this, mm-hmm. whoever they is. All right. And emailing it ensures that it's on the server as well. Which, you know, I'm sure he wouldn't have wanted, but it's that or lose it. Oh, unless he has a printer. Does he have a printer? He does have a printer. Oh my god. Yes. (laughs) We can just print it then. (laughs) So yeah, you can connect and you can print the whole thing. Great. Let's do that. (laughs) Problem solved. The print job takes about... 20 minutes due to all the pages Shit. of data and links and footnotes. All very important. Since he wanted to convince the Independent to publish the main story, which was the first thing that he printed, he was clearly going to take out the part about track kin as those were right. in his personal notes 
related to the article he was writing. No, that makes sense. Um... And Searsha's going to have a fun day at work tomorrow. Oh, yeah. oops. We should probably get back so you can mm -hmm. sleep. Oh, yeah. That would be quite lovely. And so you head back. You get back to the Sept at about midnight. Awesome. And while they go fuck around, Searsha's going to immediately go to sleep. Okay. So, most everyone there is asleep now. Um, with the exception of a uh, few guards. What would you guys like to do? Everybody's already in bed, I think. I mean, us sleeping would probably be the best thing to do as well. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Let's hit the bed then. Mm -hmm. Okay. The next morning, Saoirse, you head back to work. I make ample use out of the coffee. Okay. As you arrive and the security guard nods as you badge in. Mm -hmm. And so Steve go. you see Steve. Saoirse, you come into my office? Uh, of course, of course. What can I do for you? Hey, so you're doing pretty good. We're seeing that you're learning some of the technology and things like that, and you're ramping up, and we get it. It's a difficult process. Uh -huh. um, but we noticed that you're leaving at exactly uh, 4.45 every day. And I get that that's your eight hours, but uh, it really makes it look like you're a, a clock watcher. A clock watcher? Uh, yes. What? It means that towards the end of the day, you simply stop wa working and watch the clock so that you can leave at the exact right moment. Well, I may clock out at the exact right moment, but I always make sure I've finished my task and... Uh, Just be aware of the perception. Of course. Okay. I will be aware of that. Thank you for okay. bringing it to my attention. Yeah, yeah no, pro no problem. Of course. So, as he opens the door to his office, let's see out. Thanks, thanks, Saoirse. Of course, no problem, Steve. As you get back to your computer, as you see the code up there, as well as pages upon pages of medical documentation to help you translate your current work into technical code. Okay. This is, this is gonna be a wonderful eight hours and some odd minute. As uh, you hear a knock knock. Uh, yes, come in. Uh, and it was, it's a guy on your cube. He's like, come in. Nice. Uh, hey, <laughs> it's Brandon. Hey, Brandon. Uh, if you want to get lunch, you might want to go a little early. There's gonna be a security walkthrough. Uh, they're gonna lock down. Yeah, they're going to lock down the building. They've done it a couple times. You ha you'd brought your own lunch those days, but I've noticed you've gone out a couple times, so I wanted to make sure that you knew that. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I guess, a uh, last week or maybe more now, uh, someone broke in here, uh, tried to steal some docks, and they found them in the parking lot. 
So they've upped the security detail and they got these specialists walking through, uh, just checking things out. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Thank you for telling me. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, security checks. We are totally fucked. As he looks over at your computer and he goes, Oh man, that one. Yeah. Hey, you should uh, take section 345, uh, 34.52 and just give it to an intern. That's medial grunt work. You should work on the interesting stuff. Well, I, I have this sort of uh, I guess you could call it a theory that in order to be a more adept worker, I need a bit of a holistic approach to what I'm working on. Get a bigger picture sort of thing. And in order to get the bitter, bigger picture, I need some of the nitty gritty. <laughs> okay, whatever you say. That stuff's boring as shit to me. That's why I like the interns around. That's the only reason I really tolerate them. You <laughs> should hear some of the fucking stories from... Uh, Greg Lloyd over at the marketing programming department. He... That man does not know how to leverage his interns. Well, perhaps you could tell me more stories about that. It's simple, right? Like, they get the opportunity to learn. It looks good on a resume, and for that we get, you know, grunt programming work done at, like, you know, a fifth of the price. Of course, of course. Um, it's just, yeah, I'll, I'll keep that in mind, thank you. Yeah, that way you get to work on the interesting stuff and make the big bucks doing it. Wow. All right. Thank you, Brandon. Yep. Uh, so, catch you later. See you later. Bye. Bye. Some of that intern stuff is probably the only work I can officially do. Probably, yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, oh, yes, go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, as, you know, lunch kind of rolls around, you see several men with suits walking around. They're very well dressed. Extremely. And do they have any curious appearances about them nothing uh too terrible um though one of them comes up and he just smiles and goes hi nice to meet you as he extends his hand all right sorry about that uh very loud car just drove by uh Saoirse extends her hand to him and says very nice to meet you uh you're one of the new employees right I am, I am. Still, uh, you know, getting my feet wet. Logan Maxwell. Um, I'm, I've been looking into a break-in that's happened here recently. Oh? Uh, yeah, so I'm just going through, you know, checking some things out. And I was wondering, um, have you seen any anything strange? Anything... Strange. Oh yeah, it's things that are just out of the ordinary. Um, this may seem very weird to you, but just go with it. We've been doing some psychological reports. Uh, most people who try and rob kind of medical facilities like this are people who try and create illicit drugs, possibly connections to the cartel. 
Um, but for the lower grunt work of breaking in, some of these people are strung out on drugs, you see. And so uh-huh. what they'll do is they'll st- spend an extreme amount of time looking at mirrors. Uh, it usually dazzles them. So if you see someone looking at the mirror for, you know, 30, 40 seconds, um, we would really appreciate it if you uh, jotted down their what they looked like, things like that, and bring it back to the security details so we can investigate. Of course, of course. Um, I hope this doesn't apply to ladies who are just putting on some makeup. No, no, no. So, uh, good question, actually. Um, these are going to be people who aren't doing anything but staring at the mirror. Like, they seem incredibly concentrated on the mirror. This is a typical effect of being on some sort of narcotic. How strange. Very much so. So, we're just trying to track it down. If you see anyone strange outside of the facility, um, please let us know. If you, The parking lot will still be safe. We are still in a fenced-in building, so we don't want to worry you. But what we do need is if you are walking home and you do not feel safe, please contact security and we will get you to a point on the street or wait by you till an Uber or a taxi, whatever, comes and picks you up. Our top priority is the safety of the employees of this facility. Well, I do appreciate that. Yeah. You never know. Exactly. So we're going through and we're making sure that we're doing that. We've been doing routine checks here and there, making sure Uh everyone... um, Speaking of which, may I see your badge, please? Of course, of course. I hand him my badge he checks it over does a read on it his little reader turns green perfect uh the other thing is and can i see a driver's license please certainly i'm gonna reach into my perch purse which i assume i have because of course i do and pull out my wallet and my driver's license he checks it against the name perfect so the other thing we gotta check is is that someone the person who broke in stole someone's a key card, uh, an identification badge. So we just have to make sure that everyone's badge is who they say they are. Makes sense. But doesn't that what the security guard at the front door is for? He does the basics, but he will see the he'll see the name. But if you let's say stole a woman's card, he will see a woman's name appear with a woman. The other thing is that going through the door, three or four people might badge in at the same time. And that might make that data go by too quickly for him to see. Mm, I understand that. So, there's lots of things that could happen that are holes, and we are trying to plug up those holes, and you are right to question that. We are starting to work on getting the picture backlog put in for everyone who badges in. The picture backlog? Yeah, we're... We're entering everyone's pictures that are on their badge into the computer to come up when they scan in. And we're expanding the program so that it can show up to 10 people and their pictures on the computer screen at a time. Wow, it seems as though all these security changes are quite thorough. They are, because while we would not be liable necessarily for someone breaking in, likely we that liability would be on the person who lost their card. It is a PR nightmare, and we do not want some of these substances going to the public. These are medical-grade chemicals, ma'am. 
Mm-hmm. And we I... want to make sure that the public is protected and Magadon's interests are upheld. Of course. I completely understand. But and thank you for telling me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you uh, very much for your time, uh, Miss Flynn. Hold up. Did you apply for this job with her real name? So I Ye think she would have had a fake name. Uh, probably. We'll retcon that. So thank you, okay. Miss... Uh, Thank you, Miss Donahue. Happy to, happy to serve. Help. <laughs> that sort of thing. As you hear, see him put his hand on like his little earpiece. Hmm. No, no, no. Uh, no, it's good. Thanks. Thanks for letting me know. Runs is here. Yes, I know she's temperamental. We we'll get it done. <laughs> As he just goes, new employee. New employee. Oh. Yeah. Anyone I should be looking out for? Oh no, she's she's harmless. She's uh, new on the job. Well, I mean, I was new on the job not but a week ago. I could give her some pointers. Well, she's part of our security detail. Oh. Uh, We're technically contracted out, but uh, we like to think of ourselves as part of the team or family of the business that we associate with, so that we take our uh, our duties very seriously. And Magadon appreciates that. Thank you very much. I need to continue my rounds. It was lovely to speak to you. It was very lovely to speak to you too. It's nice to meet you, Mr. Maxwell. Yes, thank you. Have a good day. You as well. So you drudge through your day. I drudge through my day. And what time do you think Saoirse would try and leave after Steve's little talk? Uh, 4.52. Okay. Perfect. So, meanwhile, during the day while Saoirse is working, what are Kyle and Cora doing? Cora feels a slight change in the atmosphere. Maxwell. Way to, way to <laughs> metagame that. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't, uh... Riley's headset did not pick me up <laughs> from the other room. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the text post. <laughs> Damn it. I am glad that that uh, Cora and Kyle are not there, though. <laughs> well, I mean, it would have been ruined immediately. <laughs> everything would have been terrible, yes. I mean, um, how many times have we met Maxwell now? Twice. Yeah, he knows our faces. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I think he even knows uh Shinigami's face too. Mm hmm Maybe Shinigami's Krino's face. What was that? Maybe Shinigami's Krino's face. No, he was at no. the bar with her. Yeah. Mm, that's right. Anyway, so what do we do while Sears is at work? Um and we give that information that we got to. I think we should talk to the Elder and Iron Winter at the same time and let them both know that he thinks that the tracking. Well, I don't want to call it a tracking program. What, what, did, what term did you use again, Keegan? Uh, Hugo? 
Yeah, the profile yeah, um, building. Yeah, psychological profile based on uh, purchasing habits. Okay, yes. Um, so yeah, I think we should meet up with them and tell them about the fact that he thought that it could maybe be used to track Ken. And as you're telling them, uh, Iron Winter goes, he'd been uh, talking about that for a while. Um, do you think that was used to get him killed? As Lena well, it... leads a steal, simply interrupts and goes, but he had the worm taint. I have heard of no gifts that infer or th that push that much taint on someone. Admittedly, we haven't either, but there was nothing of note in his apartment and nothing of note on his body. Hmm. And I mean, you were there when I reset um, my fetish. I was. Try it again. What what else did you find at uh, Hugo's place? Iron Winter asks. What did you, um, besides this, obviously. Uh, well, we also found receipts for all the places that he had gone uh, to buy various drugs and such to to test his theories. I uh, assume drugs. Well, nothing, nothing, crazy over the counter. Oh, drugs. okay. Um, we're sorry for the worry. <sighs> Were any of them Magadon? None. None. Okay. Um, I'll I, hell. I'll just give them the list: David and David, Hendrix, Kramer's Health, and Michael's Family Practice. Okay. Uh, Elder, with your permission, I would like to look into these just in case. Okay. Yeah, you have my permission. But I, I. That was just about the only thing of note that we found. Um, we spoke, of course, to Scudder Spike, uh, and Scudder Spike saw no spirits of any, that no spirits that did not belong there, approach him in any way. Hmm. Okay. And he was at his apartment thirty minutes before he was here. He went to the coffee shop and then here. Huh. Okay. I don't think he would have had time to stop anywhere else. Why did he have that worm taint on him then? How could he have gotten it? Not sure. At, when we were at the coffee shop, it seemed pretty clear as well. Yes. I I guess we didn't like walk the entire path between checking for worm taint everywhere we go, but we only do have the fetish to track it. Okay. And even still, if it was something living that deposited on him, it wouldn't have been there. Okay. Thank you. Of hmm. course. We need to see if there's anything else. I don't know how, though. Do you two have any ideas? No. All right. Thank you for your time. Uh, if we find anything, we'll give it to you, as you are still in charge of final judgment on this matter. Of course. And we will continue to think and look around for this. Uh, though it is worth noting, um, tomorrow we will have to be in Colorado Springs for a brief amount of time. Uh, yes, I've heard. I was informed. Uh, don't worry. Uh, fights on rooftops said that she will uh, drive over to your packmate's uh, apartment and drive her down, so that she won't miss your ceremony and your challenge. Thank you. 
Meet everyone there. Um. How is so she doing? We've kept as minimal contact, so we mm. don't know. Okay. But the kin have their orders. If she has disappeared for more than four days, then they will come to us. Okay. You do worry. Mm. I understand. Long enough to last a few days. <laughs> yes, she is. Okay. I'm going to pause real quick. As the day passes, Saoirse returns to the Sept at about 6.30 at night. How are you feeling, Saoirse, after your nice long day? Exhausted. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Okay. A little exhausted. <laughs> as you go back to your kind of living quarters, as you see Kyle and Cora together. Yeah. There you two are. Work. It's a nightmare. And they've got... Oh my gods. It's a good thing we blocked out all those cameras. Because they're going to be seeing my face everywhere. They've got these new security details. Um, just like when you badge in, there's going to be a TV screen that shows your face. So the security guard can be like, oh yeah, that's that person. Instead of you just walking by with your badge. Um, gods, I met the strangest man today. He, uh, he, uh, he knows something about us. I think, I think he's Spiral. What do you mean? How, how does he know something about us? Not us specific, but Garu. He, um, he said that if I happen to find anyone staring into a mirror for long periods of time doing nothing that I should report them. Yeah, sounds like he knows. Apparently there's this new drug going around. Some narcotics or something. At least that's what he's touting. I'm pretty sure he's just hunting for Gower. Most likely that. What a thin cover. <laughs> yep. Also it... that dick Brandon. <laughs> Motherfucker. Mm? Co-worker. He's sort of a sexist pig. Well, I'm, I mean, it might be worth letting the Sept know that they have someone like that. Who knows? Indeed. I'll go out, open the door. It's uh, Iron Winter. I'm in. Hey, so I did a little bit of research on those drug companies you talked about. Mm. Um, not good. Not good? No, uh, so, David and David's, as well as Kramer's health, are as clean, well, clean as they come in regards to Magadon. They're direct competitors, and we, we checked that out. Uh, Heinrich's and Michael's family practice are slightly different. It turns out, do you know who has the controlling share of Michael's family's practice? Magadon? Magadon. Hmm. Magadon, uh, I did some more digging. It took most of the day. You have to jump through so many hoops. But apparently a lot of drug companies do this. Is uh, Magadon produces their cheaper competitors' drugs. And so hmm. they produce cheaper drugs using lower quality materials to prop up their own stuff and then just take at people's business anyway who couldn't afford their main stuff anyway. Hmm. 
Next is uh, the Heinrichs brand. Heinrichs are a supermarket, so they don't have the legal ability to produce their own drugs. That would take too much work, so they license it through. Magadon. So it looks like a lot of our kin might have Magadon products on their shelves and don't know it. Oh, wonderful. Okay. And with all those inert banes that we learned about, I wonder. I mean, even if he unintentionally took something like that, and well, for one, though, knowing Hugo, he may have already figured this part out, right? Maybe. With how paranoid he was. But well, but he was more paranoid about Heinrichs than, uh, than drugs. I think he was just buying the Heinrichs brand to, to test his theory, not checking where, how Heinrichs produces their drug. Hmm. But I don't know. Maybe he did. Though, even, even if he did take them... The the inert banes that we've seen in put into pills and, and whatnot, they're not of the they wouldn't create such a strong reaction. Okay. Right? Like based on out yeah. of character, based on what we saw, it wouldn't have been that bad. No, he would have had to have gone into a full blown Fomori before that. Okay. Do you um are those drugs still at his apartment? Yeah, I left him there. Okay, maybe we should take. Maybe you guys should take a look at them a little further. Bring them in if you have to. We can do that. Um, it is worth noting, though. I I did use my. Uh, oh shit! I I always forget the difference between fetish and talents. I have to look every time. My fetish. Um, very near the drugs. Uh okay. But I can. We can still go and grab them. Okay. Of course. In fact, hell, we can do it now. I think. Okay. Yeah. Everyone's good for it. Thanks. <laughs> no worries. Well, are we going to do that then? Yeah, let's. So long as we don't stay out too late. <sighs> we'll make sure you're back early, at least. And the roommate's not home. Um, We should try and walk the way that Hugo would have gone. Okay. Just for the sake of it. I mean, if we notice anything stranger out of the ordinary i think it makes sense to just double back that exact path he would have taken okay you do that uh you don't see anything strange as you head back you grab the drugs and you bring them back okay so then bring them back to our apartment or to the sept the sept which your apartment's in the sept oh okay. right so to iron winter i guess yeah okay we'll try and do some digging but not uh she looks over at excuse me she looks over at uh eyes of the mountain anything <sighs> mild worm taint on the heinrichs but not but and it is definitely worm tainted but not to the degree that you all claim that yugo was tainted Interesting. Like, is there, like, was there any sort of uh, difference in the sort of worm taint he was expressing? His was just very strong. This is a weaker worm taint. Hmm. Everything's going to be Hmm. Oh, goodness. Thank you for your help. Uh. 
At the very least, you can tell the other kin not to take Andrix drugs any longer. We'll do that. Um, it's going to be harder to convince the callow ones. Mm-hmm. Of course. <sighs> Thank you. Thank you. I really couldn't do more tonight. I mean, do we feel like we're missing something? Like uh, that there's an avenue we haven't looked down yet? I feel like we're we're missing something, but I just I can't figure it out. Just like is that can like submerge someone in worm tank basically. Uh, you didn't go anywhere different or speak to anyone different or do anything differently than hit on him. Is there a chance that maybe Bear would know anything about this kind of Uh unlikely. Okay. I mean, that was just a, a shot in the dark, so. <laughs> I feel like this is one of those puzzles where the GM is just like, it's right in front of y'all's goddamn faces. <laughs> mm -hmm. All of our listeners are going to be like, well, why didn't you do this? I'm be like, mm -hmm. <laughs> We're dumb. <laughs> We're dumb. That's why. Um, I mean, the worm taint went somewhere. It just doesn't evaporate into thin air. Has anyone checked the Cairn grounds in the Umbra? Has it left any sort of... I don't know, because to me it kind of feels like an animal. Animals leave tracks. So, that occurred. Um, when I did his... Uh, when I inspected his body, he did have a very... Uh, a pretty large bruise on his knee, as, as though he like had fallen down onto it. Those might be where the pills were. What the pills are for? Oh yeah, what what were these drugs? Forget. Um, most like the two that were produced by Megadon were basically over the counter pain medication. Okay. It just seems weird that. It seems like he's a guy. Of habit, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The apartment was pretty clean. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it seemed like he went from home to the coffee shop, to the office, and then some. Maybe sometimes back home, uh, back to the coffee shop before he stopped at home. I don't know. Uh, he had very few friends outside of online. He didn't trust a whole lot of people. What was he doing? Falling somewhere. What was he doing? Getting hurt. Sam, you ran your foot into a wall just walking down the stairs. Shush. That was um, pretty recent, like like an hour I... ago. <laughs> not, not everybody has my dexterity, thank you. Um, You've never heard of other people falling upstairs? No. Never, not once. I do it all the time. <laughs> never. I, I, just... I think two out of the four people in this call fall like all no. the time <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, I suppose it's we we didn't really look into his friends at all like they didn't text or call so it's unlikely that they ran into each other and the coffee shop said that he he wasn't that it was just him and he got his coffee and left so like I don't think he saw some someone he knew unless he ran into them while they were walking how long is the walk from the apartment to the coffee shop 
and then to the office. It takes about a total of uh, 20 minutes, depending on how long the line is at the coffee shop. So there's a whole 10 minutes unaccounted for. Well, depending on the line. Well, right. And it that was when he stopped using his computer. There's a good chance he didn't run from his computer to the door. Like, there's there's almost no time unaccounted for. Um... Look, Cora, look at the at the pills. Okay. You start um, moving. Is there different? A bit. Are they different named? Are they named differently? Well, they are. They clearly from the brand, but you do notice uh, that the Henrix one is called Extra Strength, and you do notice that the one from Michaels is um has less pill pills in it. So it seems like. The first one was Hugo's go-to. So Michael's family's practice, pain pills were his go-to. And that the Henrix extra strength pain medication was his last resort. Um, taking a look at the pills uh, themselves. Okay. Is there anything, that, like, not as far as between Henrix and Michael's, because um, obviously the pills are going to look different, but like in the Michael's um, pill bottle, are there any pills that might have a slightly different marking or might look not so like mass manufactured, if that makes sense? Oh, uh, no, they, they're all pretty uniform. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. What, why don't we uh, compare the, uh, the Michael's and the Hen Henrik's? Uh, do they look different at all? Yeah, they look like, different. Are they clearly different pills? Okay. They are clearly different pills. As I said, the Henrix one is labeled extra strength. Mm -hmm. So Hugh is in a lot of pain. Um, medicine a lot. Anyone have any ideas? I... I've got a load of nothing. Can I roll investigation for a clue? Sure. <laughs> All right. Hopefully the characters are smarter than the players. Right. <laughs> Three, four, five. Difficulty six. We'll go eight. Eight. Two. So, from what you have gathered now by the evidence... Hugo had clearly hurt his knee, likely from either falling up some stairs or something that may have happened in Sept, Sept Life. Werewolves get angry and collateral sometimes happens. Two, you know that he partook of the Michaels family practice drugs more often, signifying that he likely took them for mild headaches caused by eye strain, things like that, given the amount of time he's on a computer. Two, yes. the Henrix is labeled extra strength, and it has significantly less pills, meaning that he likely took the Henrix. Which is the worm-tainted pills, or the ones that are a subsidiary of Magadon, correct? That they Both are subsidiaries of Mag Magadon, but the Henrix one is the one that is taken less frequently by all the evidence presented meaning that it is likely that he took those pills for his knee pain, which is likely different than his normal schedule. 
I feel like if you're taking extra strength pills for knee pain, it's something worse than um, than falling up the stairs or running into something. Depends on where you hit it. Right, and I mean, it just depends on how badly you bruise it, right? Yeah, because it was a really bad bruise. Right, like, I've fallen upstairs a lot, and I run into walls, <laughs> and I don't, it doesn't bruise like that often, and just, like... <laughs> well, but I think all it takes, though, is falling on, like, concrete instead of wood or carpet, you know? Okay. That, that just as a... As an example, not to say that it's not possible oh, that something good. else happened. I wonder who um, pushed him. I think it is also worth noting, though, that it did happen. To it did happen what? Like two or three days ago. It wasn't like while he was on his way here. Mm-hmm. I guess the big question is, what was he doing two or three days ago? But I don't. He doesn't have a schedule or anything, does he? No. No, but we could check his texts and call history. As Iron Winter goes, actually, you know, I know what happened, how he got the bruise. Oh? Yeah, he was biking to one of his uh, temp jobs, and he crashed. And where is this temp job? Uh, it's uh, about three miles Towards the mountains. And I don't suppose that this temp job has anything to do with Magadon? No, it's a computer repair facility. He just crashed his bike into a parked car. So nothing of significant? Uh, except that he hurt his knee real bad. Crashed his bike into a parked car? Crashed her foot into a stationary wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I also have crashed my bike into car so like i i mean I, I was like 12 but like i did do that so that just sounds very believable <laughs> i wonder how many times we're gonna talk about how uh, how, how not dexterous <laughs> look that's all i'm saying i mean so i i suppose we could broaden our search we've been assuming that he you know was infected or tagged or whatever with this worm taint on his way from his apartment to here but it's possible it could have happened at any point in the day before right especially if it just went away when he died mm -hmm. like if it wasn't on a timer or something that just disappeared after 30 minutes or what have you it, it could have just been hey he'll look like this until he's killed or for the next day or something like that so we really maybe we should track what he was doing from when he left the set the day before. I agree. Like, um, they did say that they don't always check for worm taint within the set just because, you know, it's always out there right on the street, you know, if I remember correctly. They periodically check throughout the day. Oh, throughout the day. All right. Because they still want to detect something that's a major worm taint. So anything that spikes above normal levels. Okay. Oh, we also forgot to look at the security recording that we asked. Oh, yes. You did look at that recording throughout uh, while Searsha was at work. Mm -hmm. And that recording revealed several kin coming in. It so showed Hugo leaving relatively early. He left maybe 
45 minutes after you guys left to do your investigation stuff. You mean to ruin people's time? Yes. <laughs> Let's not talk about the past. <laughs> <laughs> and he came back actually once later to give some coffee to several of the Garu, hugged his sister, and uh, left again. And then this time... Didn't come back till later on, and that's when you see the security camera of the Thurge grabbing him and taking him to the Elder. Okay, so after he leaves for the second time, I suppose we can track his phone use and computer use. We'll have obviously we'll have to go back to his apartment again, but mm -hmm. we can track to see. Um, when he was home and when he wasn't and what he might have been doing in that time. Mm-hmm. So, you're investigating. He went to a nice um, sushi bar uh, several blocks from his house. He took his bike. Did he pay with card? No, he paid with cash. <laughs> How do we know he went to the sushi bar? Because um, Iron Winter... Uh, showed up later to chat with him. Okay. He'd, she's like, yeah, he'd mentioned that his knee was really hurting, so he was going to take some pills and drop off to bed. So. Did he mention any anything else, anyone he was planning on seeing or had seen recently? Any what? Anyone else that he had seen or was going to go see? He said he was going to see... Uh, Tiffany was coming over. They were going to swap some notes, chat for a bit, and then, you know, he was going to head to bed. Have you met Tiffany? I have. Anything curious? We do our, we do our damnedest to tra track anyone who's with our Ken and Ken. Uh, does that extend past the initial... No, we keep tabs on them periodically. Where's she been? She works at a different coffee shop up north. She is a older person who had to drop out of school for her kids and then has recently rejoined the workforce and is trying to get her degree in journalism. And that is how she met Hugo. Well, I... Sorry, started coughing. Um... <laughs> Well, we could check into her, I suppose. That's about, I think, the only lead we have left. Okay, after all this time, it's about um, 8.39. Y'all should, you should check on her uh, tomorrow. Maybe drop by her work, investigate. Yeah, that couldn't hurt. And um, could use the, uh, the fetish, see if she flags green. Is there anything else we should check out today? Uh, probably not. So, we'll just do the next day. So you guys will have just a little bit of time to investigate, as it is the 17th, and you will need to return to the Sept of the Standing Stone. Mm-hmm. You guys are going to get driven down by uh, Leeds of Steel to Colorado Springs today, okay. and to help her get there in time... Searsha will be taking the moon bridge and fights on rooftops says that she'll be able to drive 
Fury song. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you all. Thank you. So. Can we investigate uh, Tiffany before we go? You can. Okay, then uh, let's go to the coffee shop she works at. All right, you go there. You've been shown a picture of her by uh, Iron Winter. Um, I think instead of like telling her anything about who we are or anything about Hugo, it's just best to like hold the talent okay. fetish in my hand, kind of like not visible in any way, mm-hmm. and just activate it while like I'm ordering coffee from her. Okay. Make your gnosis roll. Uh, oh, good. I still have it saved. Perfect. Cool. So, the fetish does something peculiar-ish. It has definitely picked up worm taint in this room, but it is not her. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it would have glown way brighter, but it is a moldery green. And I am assuming, then, that this is greener than it should be for just the city in general. Correct. There's something or someone tainted here. Ah, well then, this is a job for being in the Umbra. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Okay. Likely. Should we... Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Let's go somewhere close by and... This place has a bathroom. Would it be weird if both a guy and a girl walked in at the same time? Yes. <laughs> why don't why doesn't Cora go into the Umbra while Kyle keeps using his yeah. fetish to try and detect? That is reasonable. <laughs> it is. Uh, what's the difficulty in the bathroom? Uh, seven. All right. So I'll go to the bathroom and I'll just take a gander. Oof. So thirty seconds. Um, and how many times would you like me to... So there are four customers here. Okay. So, on the second one, it turns as green as it was on Yugo. That is super green, but also it could just be the same shit that happened before. <laughs> Cora, as you're investigating via the Umbra, this place is mostly is weaverish. It's not mm-hmm. you don't see any you only see one shadow in the Umbra. That's Kyle. But the rest is very weaverish. Okay. With small bursts of wild energies. Likely people Ooh. writing on their laptops. Oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. Um, oh, there's literally nothing to find in he- find here. Kyle, you see the other guy getting up? The one you saw? He goes, thanks. Uh, great place. I look forward to seeing you guys when I'm back down here. And she's like, all right. It was nice meeting you. As the guy gets to his car, Kyle, I need a perception alertness. Diff five, please. Sure. Thanks, I feel like I would notice Maxwell. <laughs> I feel like that's less of a <laughs> a role. <laughs> I feel like it's a role. <laughs> oh, I cut it close. Yep. You see the guy's license plate says Wyoming. 
Do I get the numbers? You don't get the numbers, but you do remember that the Heinrich's um, receipt was from Casper, Wyoming. What was the date on the receipt? It was that it was actually the most uh, it was the second most recent one, so it happened a month ago. Uh, and I'm you may have just said this, so I am sorry for potentially asking again. Was this for Hendrix? Yes. Okay. Um, eidetic memory wise, do I have a good memory of his face? The guy, yeah. And maybe like a description of his car, if, even if though I didn't get uh, yes. the license plate number. Okay. Yes. All right then. Um, well, that leads lends credence to our previous theories, at least. Um, yeah, I can't. I don't think we can follow him very well on foot. No, I'm not there. I'm in the oh, also that yes, <laughs> our faster person isn't isn't here. <laughs> no. So, Cora, um, the umbra, I... there is once again no worm taint to speak of. Okay, so I will leave. Okay, you got to go back to the bathroom and gnosis diff seven. So clean here. As you pass through, leave the bathroom. As you see. Kyle looking outside. As you see a man driving away. And something? Yeah, someone who was just as tainted as Hugo was. Think it could be something here at the shop? No, no, no. Him. The the man leaving. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Oh, oh, my mistake. He drank. Was it a scone, perhaps? No, no. Um, His license plate was Wyoming. Hmm. Um, Which doesn't necessarily mean that it's related to Hugo looking into Hendrix in Wyoming, but there's a good chance. Yeah. I think it's just coincidence. Um, what was that? I don't think it's just coincidence. Oh, okay. Then yes, let's let's head back to the Sept and we'll tell them about him, give them a description, the car. Unfortunately, I didn't catch the license plate. Mm. So, you do that, but they, you know, they're like, well, we, we'll try and look to, for that car, but it seems unlikely. Enough. I mean, if, if there are any traffic cameras in this area, you might be able to catch. Yeah, we'll do our best. If, you can... if he's in on business, you know, he, he'll probably choose the same place to go over and over because it's familiar. Well, he said while he was leaving that, he might come back if he was in town again, something like that. So he may oh. not. All right. May not head there again for now. Well, it's time, time to drive it back. Yes, it is. You are driven back, and Onyx Flame, you are moonbridged over. Moonbridge. You get there before everyone else, and they whisper some information to you. Oh. Oh, no. Okay. Did you have to say okay and type it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Classic. I usually, it, 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 
a habit, I usually respond in whatever medium uh, <laughs> people have written or like said things to me. That's fair. There is a better medium. That's fair. That's fair. This was really so, funny. I'm you sorry. said it and sent it at the exact same time. I know. <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> so, Cora. They're told you are told that you will not go onto Sept grounds until nightfall. All right. And the night comes, and you see the smoke of distant fires over the hill, beyond the watching eyes of humanity. Mm-hmm. As you approach, you see nearly the whole sept, all in lupus form, in a circle, staring at you, and towards yeah. the back. Of the center, or towards the rear of the circle, facing away, uh, facing you, is Final Days in his full Krinos form, with mud painted on his fur in the form of tribal symbols and glyphs. His eyes burning upon you as he stands there and looks at you to enter. Um, <clears throat> Cora walks forward. As you start to step forward, he turns his head and two of the lupus shift to Hamid and begin to play the drums rhythmically as you start to approach. As he gives a low growl and goes, Luna rises high. And so too must two hearts. She must prove her worth to see if she has the right to lead the people. The Garu Nation does not take those who are quick to temper, those who would make mistakes and let the frenzy take them. As at this moment, everyone in the sept gives out a howl in their lupus form. As he nods and gives the signal, and they all shift to Hamid form, as they start to grab sticks and rocks. Awesome. Cora, could you do a real quick perception alertness check for me? Diff seven? I'll do. Uh, that's six. You're fairly certain you don't see Shinigami here. Uh, I turned to look at, at final days and everyone's not here. Everyone was told the time and the place. If they are not here, then they believe their matters elsewhere are more important than your trial. Cora Two Hearts, you may pick a form now. You will be beaten by the sept with sticks and stones and fists. We will hurl insults at you. You must choose a form that will allow you to take this beating. And you must control your rage. If you are knocked unconscious, or if you frenzy, you will fail. Okay. He gives out the cold howl and the rest of the sept begin to approach. You hear the call of Bloodwind. Even her own packmate thinks she will fail. Galliards rarely wish to see the tales of failures. I think... Um, maybe... Spo would be best for this. Okay. Roll. Do you want to spend a point of rage or 
a whole role. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, stamina Primal Arch. Thanks. <laughs> we rarely use that. Uh, four, five, six. Diff seven. Oh, I just... Haha. Oh, good. So you're still on Hamid. Uh, how did you feel about uh, Bloodwind's insult? Um, insulted and a little bit mad because I know right. that roll, Nagami doesn't roll do rage. That. It is diff four under the full moon. It is, and it's my temp rage, right? Temp permanent, whichever's higher. Three ten or. <laughs> That's Thrall of the Worm. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, man. It was just That's like fine. all successes. I knew it wasn't. It, I knew it wasn't gonna work. I knew. I like. I have eight. I have eight temperate right now. I knew it wasn't gonna work. It happens though. Also, these ones are just supposed to be hard anyway. Can I mulligan that? <laughs> you can. You can use your mulligan. Why not? We'll try. That's the opposite of like what you would roll for anything else though. Three tens, a nine, an eight. Like the diff didn't even matter. That's like, actually true. Yeah, I fucking <laughs> the diff did not matter. <laughs> God damn it, <laughs> Sam! If this was a half moon, you would have thralled to the wormed. I know. What the hell? <laughs> This is the most successes we've ever gotten. <laughs> I've never had this many successes in the entire game. <laughs> As you frenzy and the set holds you down. Mm -hmm. So on top of that, you did throttle the worm. I lose and I can't. Yeah. What do I lose? Well, you didn't do perform any atrocities during That's the throttle of the worm. That's good. So there's okay. that. Minus four wisdom. Uh. <laughs> Alrighty. After you snap out of it, Regender stands above you in full Krynos and looks at you. Cora, two hearts. You have failed. And you must wait at least one lunar month before thou can try again for the right to test your, thyself to become Adrian. And prove thyself worthy of leadership of the people. And then he leans forward and he helps you up and he whispers in your ear, I know you'll be able to do it next time. I believe in you. I failed my Adrian challenge twice. So there's no shame in this. I remember that. As he shifts back to Hamid, it was good to see you again. I hope we see you again soon. So too. You should be back shortly. Good. As you return I to this, about... we will we'll open the moon bridge for you so that you may go back quickly. Thank you. Cora? Yes. Keep oh. doing what you're doing. Oh. You will, you're making me proud. And you're making the whole sept proud. Aww. Aww. <laughs> oh, now the crying is mixed. <laughs> <laughs>
And so the moon bridge opens, and you are uh, returned to the sept of the Steel Mountain. You are greeted by fights on rooftops. She looks slightly concerned. What's wrong? I went to Fury Song's apartment to collect her. The two kin who are with her says they haven't seen her in two days. She wasn't at the... At, she wasn't at my tri- right either. Um. Correct. Because I couldn't find her. Well, I was hoping that maybe she was just late. Uh, oh no. Um, we don't know what, what happened did, to her. Where did she go last? Last was her at the workplace. So last time they saw her? Yes. Out of character, does she still, does she work in the same building? Yes. Saoirse? Okay. Mm-hmm. They didn't see her leave? No, I haven't. They work in different parts of the building too. Yes, but the kin didn't see her leave. No, they were her ride. One showed up one day, and they waited so long security asked them to leave. They said that Sam walked away and decided to walk home. Okay. Oh, where's her apartment? Oh, we'll get you, we'll get you that. We'll we'll have you go tomorrow. It's late now, and the other the kin need to be safe too, and they need to continue living their lives. Understandable. However, does it, does she live alone? No. There were two kin living with her. Oh, okay. Just her rides, okay. Are the kin who went to pick her up, are they being monitored? No, not as closely as we wanted. We wanted to keep as much distance so that it couldn't get traced back to us. We thought we were being smart. If something happened to Fury Song, then security would have known that they were there to pick her up might be best to start monitoring them now. Okay. (sighs) Smart thing. We'll see you. So, we'll get you there tomorrow. I'll drive. Thank you. We appreciate it. A lot of things going on here, quite suddenly. Mm-hmm. And we will see how those potentially can wrap up next time. Thank you to everyone who listened. We will see you in our next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.